Well, good morning. It's Jim Conley, your host for this episode of the Science Lab Radio Podcast. I'm really glad to be here with you today. We're going to be talking about the three primary use cases that you have with McGraw-Hill's virtual labs, where the lab is truly always open. And our goal here with the product is to keep all students engaged with the flexibility of what we have with the interactive lab solution. It's designed to improve comprehension and confidence anytime, anywhere. And when you look at this, we're really looking to achieve a positive impact on students. And we do this through a simple setup, easy navigation for any of your students that use this. All of our lab simulations are accessible, and that's something we paid particular attention to when we re-engineered the product. We wanted to make sure that our product was available to all students. And then we also have assessment content that'll allow you to generate a genuine lab experience for any one of your students. And before I start talking about the use cases here, um, I'll read you a quote here. This came from a student down in St. Louis at the St. Louis Community College. She said, I can complete the labs at my own pace and not feel rushed or left behind. If needed, I can repeat part of the lab to better understand or further practice. Really wonderful quote. And the first use case that I'm going to talk about today is pre-lab learning. And this is where you, the instructor, can reach your students both on and off campus. So I'm going to talk about really four main tenets here that I think will be really evident to you as you look at a product like this. But for pre-lab learning, we want to build basic skills. So the first thing we'll say here about that is we want to have the development of contextual and procedural knowledge off campus that can be applied to the in-person lab. And one of my favorite examples of this is the gram staining in microbiology. It's really fantastic where students can actually go through the gram staining maybe the night before, a couple nights before they actually go through and actually do it live in person. There's a lot of benefit there uh, with that. The second thing here is creating lab prep assignments. So this is where you can create um, lab prep assignments that will introduce your students to lab equipment or techniques, like I mentioned with gram staining. And the whole goal is to achieve better outcomes in the lab. And when I say in the lab, that could be your online lab or it could be in the face-to-face -face sense or hybrid if you're deploying your course that way. The third thing that I'd like to talk to you about here is promoting accountability. So this is where we can now have students uh, foster independent learning without pressure, maybe from one of their partners or sometimes from the pressure of time constraints. Because when they're doing these labs at home, they can kind of do it on their own terms. And that's a very, really big benefit that they see uh, in doing this. And that also benefits, benefits you as the instructor as well. Then the last thing here for the pre-lab learning it's all about increasing comprehension. So each of your students, when they're working through the labs, they're gonna receive continuous feedback to make sure that they understand each phase of the lab simulation before they go on. Now, before I go on, I'd like to turn it over to Heidi Smith here from Front Range Community College, and I'll have her talk to you about how she uses our product as a pre-lab. One of the things I love most about virtual labs is it allows me to open up the lab to students for practice before they actually come to the physical lab to conduct an exercise. I have always felt the challenge of students coming unprepared to lab, whether that's just a lack of knowledge, whether they've never seen some of the equipment and materials we will use, or whether they just come with a complete lack of confidence. 
by allowing students to enter the virtual lab setting and conduct simulations before they come to work on the exact same activity face-to-face, I found that they are better able to understand what it is they're going to be doing and how to do it. I find that they waste less materials, they waste less time, and they are far more successful when they come into the bench realm, when they have practiced prior to coming using the virtual labs. Wonderful insight from Heidi Smith, Front Range Community College. Thank you for that, Heidi. Also, if you're interested, Heidi's got a really cool video. I believe it's under six minutes for the pre-lab use case that'll show you exactly how she does that in her microbiology course. She also has two other videos, uh, one that's about lecture and lab integration, and then also how you can use the product just as an online course and really helpful um, videos that Heidi's done. So thank you, Heidi. Next up, we're gonna talk about lecture integration, and this is one of my personal favorites. Uh, This is how you, the faculty member, can make connections between your lecture and your lab sections. And the thing that's really awesome about this is whether or not you teach the same students in your lecture or your lab, there are plenty of ways that you can use virtual labs within Connect in our Connect platform for any of our courses to really you know, help bridge those gaps between you know, lecture and lab. So specifically, there are three things I'd like to talk with you about. The first one is designing an interactive experience that allows your students to learn through doing and visualizing. This one's absolutely fantastic, uh, really a great testament to the product. Uh, but that's the whole goal here is to make sure your students are able to really do the work and, and perform those visualizations. Number two, students are gonna appreciate applied learning and low stress assignments resulting in increased classroom participation and engagement. And again, I think this really hits the heart of what we're trying to accomplish here and what we do well is getting the labs into your lecture setting can help bridge a lot of those concepts. And I was talking with Nahel Awadali, who's a a guest on the show a couple of episodes ago. And if you haven't listened to that, he talks about how he had a three-hour lecture. And one of the things he'll do is he'll actually take virtual labs and about 45 minutes into his lecture, he'll deploy a lab. Then he'll continue lecturing And then for 15 minutes, again, he'll deploy the lab again. So every hour he breaks it up as 45 minutes of lecture, 15 minutes of doing the lab. And he can do that all in his lecture uh, setting with the product. And that's a great way to kind of break it up and uh, really help your students see and actually be involved in the learning process um, by actually doing some things like we were talking about here earlier. So very helpful that way. And then number three here is authentic assignments reinforce the application of concepts learned in the lecture to a simulated lab experience. And that's all about what the product can do here for you today. And for a little bit of depth and context here, I'm gonna turn it over to Richard Perkle who is an instructor of anatomy and physiology down at Tennessee Tech University. I'm gonna have him talk to you about how he does this in his course. Hi, my name is Richard Perkle and I teach anatomy and physiology at Tennessee Tech University in Cookville, Tennessee. Our students value an affordable educational experience and one way that we provide that is to keep lab fees low. Selectively purchasing some equipment and then using virtual labs to expand our offerings has been incredibly useful to us. Um, One, the students get to experience more, and two, they get more out of lab than they would have in the first place. It's the fact that they can do the lab wherever because the lab's always open and whenever, it's fantastic. My students want the flexibility to choose when they want to enter the lab. Maybe they're a morning person and they learn best in the a.m., but our labs are only offered in the evenings. 
Maybe they're working their way through college and scheduling time to study is difficult uh, because they're a single mom and they're trying to deal with both the family and like work and school and everything else. Being able to have the lab open whenever, whenever it's convenient for the student is key because it allows them to work when it's best for them. And when it's best for them is when their brain can work the best, and it's when they can learn the best. And so that's why it's nice to have virtual labs open whenever. Richard, thank you for sharing your expertise with us. And definitely when you can make the lab available in a lot of different ways, different times, like you mentioned, looking at cost considerations, all of those things are really important when you look at virtual labs. And one thing that I'll offer to the audience here is if you're looking to do this, uh, one of the easiest ways you can get involved is look at the TOC of your lab course, obviously, and maybe match that up with what we're offering from a virtual lab standpoint. And I know there have been a few cases around the country where the supply chain has been disrupted for the physical products, for physical items that you're going to use in your lab. And we have a few lab coordinators that have reached out to us and, and we're looking at supplementing what they're offering in their face-to-face -face labs with the virtual labs. I think that was one of the big takeaways that Richard had mentioned is really looking at your syllabus and finding those opportunities to blend in the online labs with what you're doing face-to-face. -face. I think there are a lot of wonderful applications that way. So the next thing that we're going to do here, I'd like to do with you, and, and this is a native use case, is how do you provide virtual labs, the McGraw-Hill virtual labs, as a complete online course? So I'm going to talk a little bit about this. So that's one of the goals initially that the product was uh, released for is to make sure you have an online version that you can actually flex into. But before I go into some of the, the tenants here, a couple things that make this possible. So we do have the hook back into the textbook. So all of our brands have this. But when you look at standalone virtual labs, we have a lot of extra items in the product that will be helpful for you. One of them is the relevancy modules. And I know for courses like biology, microbiology, that's going to be an effective tool for you to use within the product to really bring in that real life relevance, if you will. And how we're doing that is through deploying readings for the students and some assessments that really help provide another engagement opportunity for you to use in your course. The other thing in the product that I'm really excited about is the prep modules. And this is where you can deploy a lot of assets that will be helpful in remediating your, remediating your students in the basic science content, might be lab content, it could be mathematics, soft skills, different things like that. It's an adaptive engine, the prep product that uh, will really be helpful for you to kind of you know manipulate your course in the way that you want to really offer it in the best way. So as I delve here into the uh, online learning use case, I'm going to talk about some of the components. So pre-lab assignments, that's the number one thing. Um, prepare and then post-lab assignments, evaluate lab comprehension. So within the product, and this is true of not only the online use case, but for uh, pre-labs or lecture lab integration, we have a ton of different assignments or assessments that you can pick, and they're all mapped to Bloom's taxonomy. If you're wanting to deploy something that will be a little more basic or a laddered approach or scaffolded approach to further challenge your students, you can do that. Um, but that's how we really have an advantage here in the course setting is providing a lot of assessments for you to choose from. And then like we talked about earlier, developing contextual and procedural knowledge through a simulated set of experiments and procedures. That's really the heart of this product, um, something that you can do with all of our different um, 
lab simulations that we offer. And then one thing with the feedback that students get, the students will get automated feedback during the lab simulations. And this is where you're gonna be able to guarantee accurate lab skills and procedures without you actually having to be there, you the instructor. So that's one of the main benefits of the product is it's all self-contained. We're gonna take the approach of providing the feedback at the point of purchase for a lot of students. And then the next area I'd like to talk about is safety. So safety is a, a really big deal and you can eliminate a lot of the concerns that either you have or your students have about student safety by removing the need for like chemicals or different lab materials at home. So I know that's one concern that was shared with me recently. Uh, students are buying lab kits and there was a concern about some of the materials that they were using at their kitchen table. And with a virtual lab like this with McGraw-Hill's virtual labs, you don't really have to worry about that. You can actually do the lab experiment and not really have to have access to a lot of those things. And then the last thing, and I should have mentioned this earlier, and I apologize for that, but uh, when you combine McGraw-Hill's virtual labs with a digital platform, you can create discussion forums for student engagement or written lab reports to demonstrate student comprehension. So one of the things that we do uh, uniquely and different than any other product out there in the market is we will integrate with Canvas, Blackboard, all the major um, learning management systems, we have an ability to integrate to a level that you can have single sign-on for your students. And that helps you in so many ways. And the use case here for online learning, you can really unlock an online course because you have the discussion board you can use maybe in Canvas or in Blackboard as an example. And you can mesh together you know, a lot of your other um, assets and, and elements of the lab. And next, we're going to have Melissa Gutierrez from University of Southern Mississippi talk with you about how she uses virtual labs as an online course. This is Melissa Gutierrez from the University of Southern Mississippi. Uh, I wanted to point out how I utilize virtual labs um, in online classes. So part of uh, my job is that I spend a lot of time uh, during orientations with incoming students and enrolling them in their future coursework at USM. During this time, I get to know the students and have conversations, and, and a lot of them are concerned about fitting in labs during their work schedules or around their work schedules, and at the same time, you know, concerns about taking online courses, uh, especially lab-based courses. Uh, from what I hear from students is that they know that lab-based courses in an online environment tends to be expensive uh, due to lab kits and having to pick up supplies that's not readily available at local stores, so special order. Um, with McGraw-Hill Virtual Labs, they really are the next, next best thing for students who are interested in science but may be deterred from taking a lab-based course due to additional costs and supplies. The simulations uh, allow for students to have this real hands-on experience without that added expense. At the same time, they provide a similar lab experience uh, without you worrying about um, the students uh, not actually um, completing a simulation that's relevant or meaningful to the students. Um, if you ever run through one of the simulations, you really can see how similar they are to uh, what a hands-on lab would be like um, for a freshman level uh, course. Um, so yeah, uh, they're always, this, this is a great resource that's you know, readily available to students um, 
24 hours a day and you know when they want to complete around their schedule uh, at a low cost. Well, thank you, Heidi, Richard, and Melissa for sharing your expertise and how you use McGraw-Hill's virtual labs in your courses. I know there are a number of ways to use McGraw-Hill virtual labs. So if you're interested in sharing your story, we would love to hear from you. You can do this in a couple of different ways. We publish through our story generator, online web stories that uh, are published and so other people can learn some of your expertise. But then also this podcast is another great way for you to get involved. So if you want to do that, uh, reach out. I'd love to have you on the show. And then before I end, a couple things I wanted to leave you with. Uh, the first of which is I mentioned earlier that all of our labs are accessible. So if you need to provide proof or you want to learn a little bit differently, we have something that we call a VPAT, which will specifically outline through an independent audit of how the virtual labs specifically address some of the accessibility concerns you know, that your accessibility office might need. And they're gonna be well familiar with the VPAT. So if you need that, uh, just reach out. The second thing is if you need to have a course, uh, one of the things that we've done is we partnered with the Online Learning Consortium, and then we've had a number of subject matter experts build online courses um, that you can actually just through a couple button clicks taken and deploy into your course within a couple of minutes. And what I usually recommend there is uh, often when I get courses like that, I recommend that you know you take a look at those and maybe modify them to your needs. But they're really great in terms of taking a lot of the work out of what you may need to do initially. And then the last thing I'll leave you with is I know this time of year uh, in the location where I live, I'm in the Midwest, uh, but pretty much all over the country, it seems like there are weather events. So one of the things that will happen a lot is you may have a weather event in your location. And in the old days, uh, when I first started maybe, you might not be able to offer your lab, but now through a product like this, you can actually quickly deploy labs very fast and make sure that your academic calendar isn't compromised by weather events. Then the second thing um, that can be challenging to talk about, but I know there's a lot of um, illness going around, unfortunately. And I know a lot of your students, they may have either for themselves or uh, probably most often family members that they need to care for. Suddenly, uh, if they have children, they may have to stay home with them. And in those cases, in the old days, you might not be able to do much for them. Uh, but now today with the virtual lab product, you can actually offer makeup labs really easy. So I think those are a couple of other situational items that um, you, know, you can use in terms of relating back to a product like this. But I want to thank you today for spending time with me on the podcast. Uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks with another show. If you want to get involved, like I mentioned, just send me an email, james.conn. E-L-Y at mhhacation.com. And then also, if you're so inclined, I would love it. Love, love, love it if you could either share this podcast with a friend, a colleague that might be interested in something like this, or if you get a chance, if you're consuming this on iTunes or Spotify, leave us a review. That really helps other people kind of see what we're trying to do here. Uh, we want to make this show really impactful for you, and I want to thank you one last time for spending time with us on the Science Lab Radio. This is Jim Conley, your host for today, signing off, and I hope you have a great day.